oh, back yeah. when I had that thing. Freaking Ona uh, holes everywhere. Oh, I t- no. <laughs> What's an Ona hole? Oh, my God. <laughs> And welcome to Anime Club After Dark, the podcast that delves into all things anime, manga, and otaku culture related. I'm your host, Alex, but you can call me Senpai. And join me tonight, I have absolutely everyone again. I have our Zara of Source Material, John. I love you more. When are we going to do a, a karaoke night? Dude, <laughs> stick to the end. You'll find out. We're going to do karaoke after this. <laughs> We have our poser extraordinaire Nitai. I really hoped you're gonna fuck up the intro, by the way. Well, I guess you my did, plans you did your were... best to get me to. I, I tried. I tried my best. It wasn't much. And we have our chivalry of Shota Shotaro. Bring a bucket and a mop for this wet ass pussy. Ooh. Oh my god! <laughs> Damn! Oh, there goes our monetization out the window. Ever? <laughs> yes. We're after dark for a reason. Yeah, I know. We are. I don't know why I'm even shocked that you would say that by by this point. Um, but we have a really interesting topic to get to tonight. But before that, I have an announcement. Guys, good news. We have an affiliate partnership for this podcast now. What? We have a what? We have an affiliate partnership what? with Blitz Games. Blitz Games, you may ask. What is that? Well, do you Raid Shadow Legends. <laughs> Shut up. I'm doing a pitch. <laughs> We're doing bits, too. Oh, we did bits. <laughs> do you do, do you like BL and Yowie? <laughs> I swear to God, I don't have actually have a script ready, so I'm actually just gonna read it right off the fucking. We should make like a, a proper script for this. Shit. Oh my God, I we will. should. <laughs> next next time, I swear to God, I will have a proper. Show, script. Do you want to role play? Oh God, yeah. <laughs> Can I just get through this? John has an hour. Oh jeez. <laughs> so Blitz Games is a. Uh, visual novel creation studio and they have a game called camp buddy it is a as i said a bl yaoi visual novel it features the adventures of kensero nagame in a summer scout theme camp called camp buddy at camp buddy Kensero, buddy. along with his childhood shut up i'm doing a bitch along with his childhood friend meets his fellow campers each of them with sync personalities and stories to be told uh it is a visual novel that has multiple character roots 75 plus hours of gameplay has over 300 illustrated artworks an original soundtrack with english voice acting and over 50 animated edgy scenes So if this actually does sound like something you might be interested in, check out the links in the description below for how to download it. Each time you actually click on that link and buy it, we get a portion of that sale. So yes, I'm very excited about this. It's like like we're at a real thing now. It's (laughs) like, I don't know. It's it's exciting. (laughs) And also, I would like to say uh, both myself and Sho have played this, and I, I don't want to speak for you, Sho, but I personally recommend it. I like how you criticize me for talking about my wet ass pussy when you just did a sponsorship for some wet ass pussy. <laughs> some bussy. Yeah, excuse me, not pussy. Bussy. I have a question bussy. though. Hmm. Is there a gangbang bukake orgy scene at the end? 
Yes. Ah, yes. 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 Oh, wait, actually? (laughs) (laughs) Spoilers. What do you expect? (laughs) That's all I needed to know. With a name like Camp Buddy, that's automatically what I thought was going to be the perfect ending. A fucking gangbang Bukaki orgy. I mean, that's the only ending. What a fucking climax. Oh, <laughs> a snafu climax. No. Oh, don't, don't. No. <laughs> and with that, I'd like to with introduce that, our topic. Yeah. So, as you can see, we went full degenerate there, and that's one way that we show our support for the fucking anime fandom. You know what I'm hey. saying? You tried with that. <laughs> yeah, you really transition, tried to but Good job. not quite. But sure. <laughs> no, we're but getting there. We're getting there. So a couple of weeks ago, we actually did an episode about how all of us got into anime and why we're still here. And this kind of built off of that. Um, and we want to talk about different ways that we actually su- uh, you know, support and show our different fandoms within the otaku sphere. Um, obviously, like, you know, John was mentioning this before we started. Uh, one of the probably biggest ways that a lot of people out there do show support for the things they like is by watching anime on streaming services and you know <clears throat> it's like that and there's a whole topic a separate topic to be talked about about how viable that is and actually supporting the industry which is something we actually might be talking about very soon on this podcast um but it is one way that people do it um I don't know if anyone actually has anything to say on that, or we want to save that for another episode. It's such a can of worms. It's like, I don't know. There's so much to say about that in itself. (laughs) There is. Um, But probably one of the biggest ways uh, that a lot of people uh, within the weeb sphere uh, show their support is through merchandise. And it's not just through, you know, figures and Dakimakras, but it's also Dakimakras. Yes. (laughs) Hey, don't knock it so you own one, man. I bought one for a friend. It was a really funny funny surprise. <laughs> I'm sure it was. <laughs> uh, but uh, probably one of the biggest things, uh, parts of merchandise that people get into first when they become weebs is physical media. So like, you know, Blu-rays, DVDs, uh, actual physical copies of manga or light novels. So I want to ask all of you, I'm assuming that you own at least some of the stuff I own, in physical media that I you like. I own all of it. Like, <laughs> literally, that 50-foot Gundam in Japan, I did that. That was me. <laughs> if you go there, you can actually see John piloting that shit. Hell yeah. I like, that, I like that picture that they took of it flipping people off. That was funny. <laughs> <laughs> They're just testing out the motor functions of the fingers. But Yeah, so it's very funny. My, my journey into the fandom... Um, my first things that I bought, I, I'm looking at it right now, actually. The first, like, anime memorabilia, it's a freaking poster from Clannad. And it, it came oh. out of a magazine. So some guy at this, like, weeb store that I went to in um, in Bellevue, he just had this these posters for sale. And I was like, yo, yo, what's this one with, like, Fuko and freaking Nagisa and Katomi? And then on the back, there's to- Tomo- Tomo- Tomoya? Tomoya. Tomoya. Yeah, the girl. I don't like her, so she's on the back. That's why I put her against the wall. Oh, damn. Wow. (laughs) That's vaguely sexual, but okay. But, uh, yeah, this is the the first thing I bought was a poster because, you know, I didn't want to buy a DVD or anything like that. I didn't really care about it, but it's this poster. And since then, I've added 
way more posters and like wall scrolls <laughs> and like other stuff but i i definitely i started with decorations before i started with like manga and dvds and blu-rays hmm. show uh how i what i bought yeah like do i mean have you bought physical media well yeah and i regret every bit of it <laughs> <laughs> like okay my thing is that i don't really like re-watching and re-reading and most if not all of the blu-rays and manga i buy i've already read slash watched because how else like who buys blu-rays or manga and then reads them like what i do <laughs> fuck off like <laughs> like who reads oh, yeah. the manga of the fan yeah, who, who actually purchased something without knowing what it is first like, yeah if you I, I get what you <laughs> mean because that's, yeah, yeah. That was my bit. I was like, well, why would I... First of all, why would I want this if I've already read it or watched it? But then I wanted it after I read it or watched it because I was like, oh, I liked it that much that I want to own it. But Yeah, yeah like it's more of a I, collector's thing for me. Yeah, more I, than like a I have utility. Bought, I have bought anime DVDs without actually seeing the show first. Really? Why? I have. And how That's that how I watch out? Cat Planet Cuties. Oh, jeez. <laughs> It's not a great show, uh, admittedly, but it is how I watched it because I picked it up at a yard sale for ten bucks. You thought it was porn? Don't lie. I might have slightly <laughs> thought it was ten. <laughs> I knew God. it. That's what the cover art looks like. The cover art is very risque. Why am I not surprised? But it was like it was ten dollars for the entire series. I'm like, that's reasonable, and it was unopened. It was completely unopened, and I got it at a yard sale. <laughs> Okay, but I I bought it without having ever seen the show. Well, you're a weirdo. Do you regret it? <laughs> Do I regret it? Um, it's not a great show, but <laughs> but it ten dollars is ten dollars, man. Oh Jesus, ten dollars. I I was entertained for a few hours, and yeah. then miserable for the next day. But <laughs> yeah, dude, I wouldn't pay one dollar to watch a show I know nothing about and end up hating it. So. But that's the gamble, though. You could buy something sight unseen and then fucking love it. That's true. That's a very good point. But I don't know. I feel like show show's point is like probably the most common answer for a lot of people. Like, yeah, collectors. You no, know, it's all just collector stuff. Yeah. Or you know, you're like me, and you have more money than brains, and you buy the entire oh, Monogatari series from Aniplex. Uh, yeah. How much was that? What the fuck? I, I I forget how much it is total off the top of my head. I'm asking because like, I know it's Aniplex, so it's probably too much. It's like $1,300, $1,400 for oh, the entire no. series. Jeez. <laughs> I love the Monogatari series. Like, no, don't get me wrong. I, I would buy that, but not for that price. <laughs> no. <laughs> the way you said, I would buy, not for that price. <laughs> like, I, I would, <laughs> really, I, I would love to, like... I would love to buy it because I love the show and I want to support it, but no. <laughs> yeah, like, I only bought stuff to, like, display on a shelf. And then at some point, my shelf got full and I'm like... Can't buy anymore. Really, I don't really need any more. <laughs> That's how I feel. I have all my walls are covered in, like, stuff now, so I don't have a need to buy any more stuff. Exactly. Mm. I will say probably the first piece of merchandise I actually bought myself was a VHS tape back in the 90s of, what? of the original of the original Ghost in the Shell movie. 
Yeah, but that's a really good movie, so. Yeah. It is a really good movie. Wait, what about that? Because you wanted to see them titties. (laughs) Yes. You can see titties in that movie. (laughs) Yeah, but it's only for like 15 seconds, dude. Like, who cares? Oh, what a glorious 15 (laughs) seconds. When you're 10, you don't care if it's for 10 milliseconds, Uh, man. Jeez, little perverts. Anyway, Natai, <laughs> how do you support the industry? Do you buy stuff? <laughs> yeah, actually, like from time to time. Um, Blu-rays and DVDs, not so much because I just, I don't know, never get, never bought any. Although a good friend of mine, while he was uh, overseas, he actually got a glimpse of a Bacano Blu-ray. So he got me that as a present. Mm-hmm. I still have it. Uh, I haven't watched it yet, <laughs> but I still have it. <laughs> <laughs> but you've seen the show, so no, no, yeah, yeah, I've seen the show, but I haven't like opened the Blu-ray even once. Um, I would but... hope you've seen the show as much as you try and goad people into watching it. <laughs> but like, aside from uh, some figures and stuff, which I'm sure we'll get into later, like I have bought some very, very, like very few <laughs> actual like manga and light novels, and and that stemmed from pretty much. Like I own uh, Kizumonogatari, which I adored the movies, and then I saw it on like online. And I was like, "Yeah, fuck it, I wanna give it a shot." So I bought that just because I wanted to re-experience that story, I guess, but in its original, like you know, in the source material itself. And same thing goes to Rakugo Shinju, and I went to this store which sells pr- primarily comics, you know, but they have this shelf that, which is dedicated to manga. And I just happened to see the first volume. I'm like, oh, same thing for Kizu. I absolutely adored the anime. I thought to myself, yeah, I will, I, why not? I, I mean, A, support the actual release, I guess. And B, just I really want, I'm curious about re-experiencing that story in its source material. And, so and the Vofan not, art. <laughs> so, like, not not a, a huge collection. I don't buy much, but when I do, it's, like, pre- pretty much for for shows that I already watched and just want to re-experience it in its original form. That reminds me of me, like, really loving ReZero and then being like, oh, there's a release of the light novel. You know, I would probably like the light novel. So, you know what? I'm going to buy it and then I'll read it. And, you know, I just, I love ReZero so much, so I don't mind spending money to invest into this product. So I buy it and I read it. Where I attempt to read it, and then I realize that it's utter shit. And I'm like, (laughs) this is why I do not buy things that I have not already read or watched. Okay. Because it's all shit. (laughs) But see, you bought into the hype, and you had to find out. I mean, I love the anime. Surely the source material is good. It's just, I'll tell you one thing about, like, the whole thing with manga light novels for me. Like, I know a lot of people can, like, read them online or, you know. For me, it's kind of, in general, I don't read much manga. But more than that, I just, you know, it's it's really stupid. But I enjoy reading stuff as, like, a book, you know. Like, I hold it in my hands and I, like, the whole act of actually reading it and, you know, flipping through the pages. I just really, there's something, like, tactile about it that I just really enjoy. So, like, for me, also purchasing, like, a manga or a light novel is just, you know, I just, if I, like, Berserk, I would really want to, like, continue reading that, but I'm sure I would enjoy it way more if I just purchased the books themselves 
just we threw them like that in Star Wars. I, I would really like to continue reading Berserk too, if only the manga would get off his <laughs> fucking ass and finish it. I mean, true. Hey man, three chapters a year? That's not that bad. Easy. Better better than zero a year, man. Come you on. say that, but the but a, the year uh, an Idol Master game comes out, it's zero. I mean I mean, at least it's not Hunter Hunter, which is zero a year. Yeah. Yeah, zero fair. chapters a year. That's that that's gonna end up like high school of the dead. The monarch is gonna die before no. it gets finished. Yeah. Oh no. Don't say that. How morbid. But yeah, I like the smell of new books. Um but you know, it pissed me off when there's like a two uh page like spread and then I can't literally I literally can't see it because there's a binding in the middle. I'm like, why? <laughs> oh you mean like for the illustrations why? or something? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. See I like having digital versions of it because I like reading things on my phone, man. And carry it everywhere with me. But I still Dirty, buy it. Like, I, mobile I know. zoomer. Fucking um, Gen Z scrub. <laughs> you know what? Shit, aren't you younger than me? Hold on now. <laughs> no, it's like, I still buy the merch, though. Like, I have all the volumes of Overlord, and I, I buy things I like. Mm. I just, I would prefer to have a handy backlit thing that I can carry everywhere and read at yeah. the fucking... On, on my hand like what the fuck dude see i don't mind that i i do i do prefer like physical books with pages myself mostly because i'm an old fart oh. but but i i do i don't mind reading digitally either but i have to have something larger than a phone i gotta have a tablet or like an e-reader or something i gotta have a bigger screen than just yeah, a phone i like to read stuff on my ipad mostly because like girl you think i have the <laughs> wrist strength to hold up a book no we need to <laughs> plop the ipad down and i can sit down and read it okay i've seen listen i've seen how you abuse your ipad sir huh no, I've I've been on calls with him where he's just throwing his fucking iPad around. Yeah, because like I can't hold it. it. It's so heavy. <laughs> I just I'm shocked that it even has a screen at this point. As many times I've heard it fall on the floor. That's why that's like it's not the point of the phone or like a tablet. You just like fling it around. That's why you buy a case for it. Oh God. <laughs> but yes, Natai. No, I was just uh, I'm sure that for a show it's very hard to read with, with his phone because you know after a while when you're holding on to that and just jerking after your dojinshis it becomes a bit tiring you know my phone <laughs> oh my god i don't <laughs> yeah you can only hold that up on with one arm phone. when you're jerking it in the middle of the night dude come on <laughs> or when you're in the public bathroom I mean, what i've never don't. read a donjinshi on my phone i don't understand how you can read a manga on your phone like the, how I mean, do you read do. it it's so tiny I, Let's go. I need to get my grandma glasses. Choice, I guess. Yeah, I need some glasses, glasses dude. All right, so, so you can never, after this, you can never joke about me being an old fart ever again. <laughs> it's not a joke. How, how does this work? What? <laughs> what did the phone? Yeah, I don't have any problems that you guys are describing with my phone because I lay in bed and I'll see, you know, just put, move to the side. Now you can read sideways while you're laying <laughs> on your side. Zero freaking like hurt your arms i don't understand how you guys can't do this oh i, I can i just i, can, I prefer not to yeah I exactly. well, uh, like i have an ipad so why would i use a phone i mean because it because it, it, it's you. yeah like you just said you can't hold it <laughs> up said. no but it has a stand it holds itself up yeah but what if you want to lay down on your yeah, side i lay down on my side and i put it on the stand that's ah shit <laughs> 
good point. <laughs> See, you didn't think this through, John. There I are didn't. multiple ways people can stand shit up. Well, it, it's so big and bulky. I don't understand how you would be able to, like, how would that be? Whatever. It doesn't matter. We don't need to discuss the logistics. <laughs> <laughs> iPad really welcome, <laughs> welcome to the logistics cast, everyone. <laughs> yeah. We're getting off topic here, guys. Come on. Bring it back in. Man, bring it back man. In. We, we left the train. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> so, <laughs> we've kind of... we sort of hinted at it that there's more than just you know manga and dvds and blu-rays that we all have so what are the kinds of merchandise that you guys buy because like for me if you come into john knows because he's seen the shit that i have because he's been to my house oh, back yeah. when i had that thing freaking ona uh, holes everywhere oh I t- no <laughs> what's it on a hole oh my god <laughs> that's the clip that's the oh clip because at the beginning god. of this <laughs> Oh, uh, come on, lay it on me. You don't want well, to lay it on you. Do you oh, not shit. know what an ona hole is? Seriously. I I'm I'm not I'm not joking. Okay, when when a man loves his 2D Oh wife, god. Do you oh. know what a fleshlight is? Have you ever seen a fleshlight? Yeah. It's that's that, basically it's what it that, is. Except like ona holes can be something as small as like a fleshlight or something like the size of like the Tenga whatever thingy. Tenga Wait, egg. What? They have so many. There's welcome to the John cast where I describe and rate different <laughs> sex toys for your pleasure. Right? Wait, 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 wait. Why is it a flashlight? That, what? What? So an ono hole can be a flashlight, or it could be like something that just looks like a tube. All right, it's a mass masturbatory. Is that a you word? You shove it up your ass. Yes. What are you going at? Oh, it's a. No. Uh, it's something you use to masturbate, right? And uh, it, an ono hole can also just be like sometimes they they they'll be figured and they'll have like a butt. And it'll be like thighs or like YouTube's gonna love this episode. <laughs> oh, YouTube, oh. fuck that, man. Hi, here's Wubby. I, Wubby is gonna describe this ten thousand dollar sex doll. Okay, <laughs> please donate. YouTube doesn't pay us money. <laughs> what is happening? Okay, okay. So like, I'm just trying to form like a picture of this. It's a flashlight. Hi, I will tell you about the birds and the bees the after this episode. <laughs> it's just a flashlight. Just. We'll keep it simple. It's something okay. you stick your oh. dick in to help you masturbate. <laughs> okay? I'm tempted to ask Alex to just send a picture, but I'm Oh, worried. God. Do you really yeah. want to see that? No, no. Actually, now that I said it out loud, maybe... Mm, no. You know, the funniest like thing that. is... Now it's canon that there's Ona Holes everywhere in Alex's house, even though I fucking lied. And that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> you might not have known it to be true, but it might actually be true. <laughs> that's true. I didn't oh. go to your sex dungeon. Uh, I don't have the house anymore either. I have an apartment. But John can can confirm that I own probably way too many figures. <laughs> not enough. Not enough. Although, you own quite a few figures yourself. Yeah, so... I I never bought any figures uh, for my birthday slash Christmas because it's around the same time. One of my friends gave me a, a Miku Nendoroid, and Ooh. then it all started to go downhill. Now I have oh, no. so many. <laughs> so have... so, so I, I know we're digressing again, but sell me on Androids because those things never appeal to me even one bit. Yeah, I hate them. I only I, don't get I, it. I, I can't I can't sell them on you because I only own one and it's because it's holo. <laughs> oh god. I I like cute small chibi things. Like that's literally what they are. Cute chibi characters. Doesn't it have too many parts though? Doesn't that <laughs> No. A Nendoroid doesn't well, yes, there are customization things, but you just choose you just fucking it's like gunpla, okay? I fucking love gunpla, <laughs> right? But if you've ever had to assemble a fucking gunpla, 
and the ones who especially the ones who aren't fucking painted yet it's a fucking pain in the ass but the achievement you feel afterward feels really nice because it's like hey i had some part in making this how i wanted it to look and this is what i like okay and then you look around and you wonder why you're alone (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah i don't have (laughs) sorry that was a really dick thing i don't have the patience to construct things myself i don't have the patience to even hold up a book so (laughs) i'm gonna buy pre-painted figures okay okay fair point but (laughs) it's again and this is why we're talking about this because different types of fucking weebs do different things that they like doing that shows their love or support of their fandom right different strokes for different folks yeah the thing about figures the thing about figures is it can be such a rabbit hole because you buy one and you're like oh this is cool and then you you see another one it's like that's cool i should get that and then before long there's 80 fucking of them in your house so let me let me mm, let me let me let me tell you about let me tell you about that that especially because okay so when (laughs) when i've been to yeah when i've been to berlin so i went to comic-con great experience had a really Wonderful time. And then I saw this fucking Josuke figure. And it's <laughs> and it's beautiful. And I was like, ooh, ooh, I, I want it. I really want it. So I bought it. It, it. The price was all right. But ever since then, anytime like we'll have these calls, like, you know, outside of recording, and we'll talk about figures. And then we'll I'll just go to these websites, and I'll see all these different JoJo figures. Like, shit. No, I need the whole set. I need all eight of them. No, no, fuck, but this one's cost too much. And that whole fucking thing, once you buy one, you just have this, like, at at least to to me, I have this urge that I'm like, ah, but if I'll get, uh, I need that journal. I just want that Italian boy (laughs) on my desk looking at me, you know? Oh, but fuck, maybe I'll get Jotaro as well because that's a pretty good price. Oh, I'll I'll get Jonathan as well because why not? It's like, ugh. Oh man, I used to make fun of like old ladies that had the porcelain figures or dolls in their house, and I, I'm becoming that. Yeah, very it's thing. like it, it, one day I'll have all the judges, and I'll be that that old lady with just figures all around me, you know. <laughs> and then your grandkids will come over one day and be like, "Grandpa, what are? Why do you have so many buff men?" <laughs> no, they'll be like, "Grandpa." House. No, they'd be like, Grandpa, why not just throw these to the trash? And I'd be like, Daga Kuduwaru! <laughs> I refuse! <laughs> uh, no, no, no. No! <laughs> uh, but, I mean, that's obviously not the only, like, merchandise you can buy. Because, like, at conventions, which is something we're going to talk about next, uh, there's a lot of artists, independent artists, that'll go there and sell, like, art based on anime and manga. Uh, I'm. Just, do any of you own any of that kind of stuff too? Because that's that's like a big part of a lot of conventions now. You talk about like Artist Valley and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're, oh, honey, I love that. Yeah, I bought way too much of that. <laughs> I know because I bought some of it off you, <laughs> girl. I have so much. I can start my own store, honey. <laughs> I could resell. I could buy used. I could refund, honey. Hit mm. me up. <laughs> um, but like, I got so much that I actually um bought a like art sized binder like oh, a I remember really that. big yeah one. you brought it you brought it to anime expo <laughs> i remember that yeah um because like this how are you supposed to store them if you like okay at first i started putting them up but that got like really messy because it messed up the walls and it messed up the actual thing so i'm like how am i supposed to keep these in like an like uh, 
a sustainable fashion and i'm like you know what i'm gonna just get this binder so i have this really nerdy fucking bulky ass binder where i put all my fucking prints in uh it's so it's so it's pretty embarrassing honestly <laughs> but, just walk like, around the convention center go on it or something like that huh <laughs> Does the binder have something like Yu Yu Hakusho logo or something like that? <laughs> no, it's <laughs> like a professional binders. grade binder. Like, no, oh, I've okay. seen this you, thing. Like, it's like you legit. You know, like real estate agents or like art yeah. majors use. Like, they like open up the binder. It's like, this is my work. You know, look through mm. it. Yeah, that's the kind of binder I have. I I just I can picture him walking around like a convention center in a trench coat with that thing underneath and just flashing people like, "Hey, you want some haiku? I got haiku. Oh I got haiku God. illustrations here, man." <laughs> what are you buying? And can we talk about <laughs> the struggle of getting prints from the convention center home without damaging them? Because that is a real. Oh struggle. my god, that is the real struggle. Actually, it's not just it's not just that. It's just getting anything home from a convention center that you buy undamaged. But especially prints, because they're just like flipping around everywhere. Like, oh my god! Like one, you bump into one person and bam, ripped, done. The giant fold yeah. down the middle. At of least, it now. at least, at least you didn't ha- have to put your ducky macro inside your fucking suitcase. And then when you went through security, they were like, um, <laughs> "This guy fucks." Did the that actually <laughs> happen to you? And 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 you know, like at the time I was going with my girlfriend, they just gave me that fucking stare while like putting the suitcase in the security thing. I was like, I don't know what to say, dude. It is what it is. <laughs> oh fucking <my> degenerate. God. <laughs> yeah, it's like it is. It's not for me. <laughs> I'm so grateful. It's a present. I I I, I, I promise. It's a present. Uh huh. Uh huh. Totally. Yeah. I sure. I saw. I saw. Speaking of Daki Magras, I saw a. What, you know that was it? Like yeah. a. Yeah, the Mia one that's like 80 fucking feet long or however oh long it God. is. What? From um, Monster Musume, the snake girl from Monster Musume. Oh, no. There's one that's like super long. Yeah, it's and it's a... like it's it's like $400 or something. It was a, no, dude. It was like fucking 650 <laughs> Yeah, whatever. It was very expensive, very long, and very unwieldy. How much and was it? I was at Anime Expo back in 2017, and I saw one that was for sale somewhere, and I thought about it for a long time. Oh, no. Yeah, it was, a, thought about it was it. a one-for-one scale docky of Mia. And oh, actually, shit. Yeah, it, it's like, it's just a fucking long pillow. First of that all, I have a docky. I have a docky, but I didn't buy it. Someone bought it for me, and it's wonderful. Is it Miku? I, yes. <laughs> that guilty admission dude have you seen my room it's all half miku like anyway uh but yeah i don't supporting artists and stuff is uh important because not only because mm-hmm. so a lot of the prints that i bought from artist alley are from people who are on pixiv right but obviously yeah. they're not going to travel all the way to the u.s to try to sell shit at anime expo or shit like that some people do some of the more yeah. renowned and famous ones do but it just helps show support more for the industry and also, you know, people are artists. They should be paid for their work. And I yeah. I also have a collection of certain artists that I was like, this person is fucking amazing at this art. I like their version of it. And, you know, it, it shows that I like this fandom or whatever anime this game or this game is from or whatever. And it helps support other people who like doing this shit. It's a full circle, man. A self-sustaining yeah. economy. It's also it's also worth pointing out that um, anime studios and production committees don't t- typically don't like penalize these artists who do this because they it's it's essentially fan art is what it is and it is technically 
copyright infringement, but these studios kind of turn a blind eye to it because they know in the end it helps them. Yeah, because the more I have merchandise of of something I want to collect, the more someone obviously is willing to put into your anime or your whatever yeah. source that you're trying to sell to people. Yeah, I know. And, and some of these artists that, that, like you say, are on Pixiv and go to these conventions and such and sell their artwork, they end up getting picked up by like studios yeah. to do work, and it's, it's nice. Yeah, mm-hmm. man. We got to support the industry, like, in any way that we can. It And it's just how it is. Like, sure, when you go to conventions, there's a lot of people just hawking stuff you could buy off of Amazon, right? Like, hmm. I, I picked up a couple figures that they ran out of at MegaCon that I, I was like, oh, shit, well, I need the, uh, I think I bought Hachikuji. No, I bought Shinobu, but I didn't have the Hachikuji that went with the Shinobu. So I bought it off of Amazon instead so I could have the complete <laughs> set. But, <laughs> like... It's just what you do, man. When you like something like this, you you show your support. And, you know, it doesn't... There's not really a a way to gauge how much you like a fandom. Like, you don't have to be like Alex spending thousands of dollars on Aniplex DVDs to be like, oh, yeah. It's probably best if you don't be like me. I'm a true Monogatari (laughs) fan because I spent all this. Or I'm the one who paid $1,700 for the 7th, 8th scale of Hanukkah. Like, no. Oh, I wish. And you went to literally every You know, you say that. Of Kizumonogatari. <laughs> yeah. In the US. <laughs> no. I did I did drive for the the Kizumonogatari screenings. I did drive over 3 hours each week oh, to see them though. <laughs> yeah, but that's just part of, you know, like to us obviously anime and otaku shit, it's it's a hobby, right? But, you mm. know, that's it's something we're passionate about. When you're passionate about something, you don't really care about the cost. You just care about yeah. this is something I like doing and I'm going to continue to do whatever I want in whatever spend money or maybe you just want to watch it you know like because for a long time i was just someone who read and watched stuff i didn't collect anything and then i started collecting things and some days i regret it because i'm like now you can't stop (laughs) well go ahead joe i I think there's like a lot of community pressure to like buy uh blu-rays and manga and figures and like have a collection Mm. and i don't entirely know if that's a good thing well, I guess it's good because like, yeah, when I was starting, uh, like getting into anime, I was perfectly fine, like watching and reading, but like there was pressure from the community to like get a collection. And then that's mostly yeah. what made me get the collection, which I guess is good for the industry. But I mean, I don't really like looking back. I'm like, I kind of regret it because I don't like. What am I supposed to do with this collection? <laughs> right. <laughs> I feel like it kind of like in in this community, especially like the whole this whole like support thing. It kind of stems from the fact that it's kind of wonky and hard to actually support the artists who's responsible for the shows we love because it's not like it's not like okay, I'm gonna go to a, I'm gonna go to a store just digitally buy like um, this game that I really want to play, and you know that's it for the most part like i'm simplifying things but like in the anime industry it's kind of when it, when you buy a show like I, i'm not sure how much of that is going to the actual animator who's yeah, actually animated like the show you know like in this good, industry especially it's kind of wonky so like we try to find different avenues to actually support the artists we we love for making the shows we love for example like the trigger patreon i guess 
Hmm. Well, I guess I was going to say a good analogy is, is something like, like Disney, as much as it may be a shitty company. I know I'm going to use it as an example. So like, if you go out and buy a, a, a Blu-ray of fucking, I don't know, the lion frozen King, too, or that too, <laughs> uh, um, that money goes to Disney and then Disney will, you know, take all that money that they earn from, you know, Blu-ray sales and theme park admissions and shit, and they'll pay their animators with it. They'll also pay a bunch of other people with it. But, you know, it's a direct line from A to B to C. With the anime industry, when you are when you buy, like, a Blu-ray of, say, Attack on Titan, because that's a really popular show, there's no guarantee that any of that money is actually going to funnel down to the animators that even worked on the show. Especially that example, like we talked about before, but that's like a perfect example. Like Studio Eight isn't getting shit money from these Blu-rays because it just that's their contract. They're yeah, yeah they're getting they're getting something like the equivalent of twenty five cents for every sale. I'm like, okay, that's great. That's gonna keep the light on for like eighty three seconds. <laughs> every sale of a Blu-ray. Wait, is yeah, that like actual I, numbers? I, I forget I forget the actual number, oh, okay. but I've, I've seen I've seen actual numbers, and it's 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 a pittance. It's basically. miserable, yeah. Wow. It's it's, kinda, it's not it's, it's not enough to even justify making the fucking Blu-ray. Sad, which is sad. Um, and it's I mean, there's uh, again, this is something I don't want to derail this conversation too much. It's something for another episode, but it's there's it's a multifaceted problem that the the. The money in the anime industry does not go from consumer to studio to animator, and that's a huge problem. Yeah, and that's that's the hardest thing to to figure out is like how am I actually am I actually supporting the industry by buying stuff that looks legit or watching and, streams through like Crunchyroll or like all the or small Funimation yeah. or whatever. It's really yeah. that that's definitely the topic for uh, a different podcast that yes. may or may not happen tomorrow but <laughs> maybe <laughs> uh but i do want to i do want to move on because we have talked about conventions and i want to talk about those because that is another big way that people like to not only show their fandom but get together and you know celebrate their fandom together um so first of all i want to ask because we all all of us live in very different parts of the world um where what are the conventions convention or conventions that you guys go to on a regular basis or a somewhat regular basis considering what's going on in the world right now i've only been to three conventions right yeah soccer mm. yeah three and i've only gone three times total i went to soccer con here in washington i went to MegaCon. is that what we went to in florida MetroCon, metro in tampa in tampa and then obviously anime expo with you guys a couple of years ago sans in the tie but yeah hmm. and uh one day my first exposure was god damn i fucking hate weebs man <laughs> how right. sweaty was it very so, oh i guess you can also count that i've been to pax and other like gaming conventions not anime conventions yeah, not but strictly anime conventions just nerd culture stuff like uh fucking yeah. emerald city comic con shit like that mm. but uh yeah my my first exposure was soccer con and all I could think about was like, man, these guys are fucking degenerate scum. Look at these fuckers like doing like kawaii kya, like broken in- broken Japanese like weeb shit. And I'm just like, Ugh. <laughs> like <laughs> you are the people that make us look bad. And that was my first reaction. Okay, please don't get mad at me because you know I was a normie back then. If you want to consider it that, even though I watched a shitload of anime, but I didn't collect anything yet. And as time has progressed and as i've gone to more conventions i've realized like that's just part of the like the culture like it's 
it seems super cringy when you're on the outside mm-hmm. but when you're on the inside it's about just being who you want to be like you like these shows you like throwing quotes out you like role playing you like doing this and that and it's super mm-hmm. fun like let go of all that other shit and be like you know just let people live and let them do their own shit like sure there are some people who <laughs> literally busting out the fucking yu-yo cards every second they get <laughs> and show and fucking like i sacrifice so i've played mad cow which gives me four like there's people like that but it's it gets like i, I guess more depraved <laughs> the longer you're in it you become more depraved and you get into this like into the mindset and you become a degenerate and it's fine <laughs> I, I do i i am curious about one thing because because of you know covid and everything there haven't been many conventions at all going on throughout 2020 um and something that's happened between you know the end of last year and now is there have been two very well moderate one very successful and one moderately successful furry anime mm-hmm. and I dread what I'm going to see when I actually go back to an anime convention next year. I mean, yeah, something about anime conventions just draws out all the degenerates from, like, all four corners of the fucking world. Like, it's it's very surreal to be in it because, for one thing, you're like, you know, this is weird. Like, why the fuck are you, ooh, ooh, nuzzles your furry cock? Like, (laughs) what the shit? (laughs) Oh, well, what's this? Um, I like I like to think that it's going back full circle because back in like the mid two thousands we had things like glomping and yowie paddles I and I a still lot of inappropriate I still unconsensual don't, touching. I don't know what any of that it means still, but yeah, it's Thank, be thankful. <laughs> I'd, I'd say my first time at the convention, I enjoyed it because I finally were with people who were like minded. Like we'd be standing in line for a panel and then. We just someone would be discussing something and it, and I could hop in and talk about this topic because it's like yo you're talking about this anime yo I like this part oh remember this scene you know and it's like you meet people who mm. you feel like you've been friends forever because you share a common interest right that's my favorite part about anime convention or just conventions in general is that you actually get to meet people who are like minded and you already have like a common starting point so you can actually get in on a lot of the conversations yeah. And it's fun to just exchange opinions about shows like, well, as long as you're not those uppity elite. Well, actually, you know, one of those. Yeah, (laughs) don't be that person. (laughs) I will say, though, if you are like a shy person and you like anime, like go to go to a convention and don't be afraid to socialize because you already have a common starting point, a common frame of reference to start conversations with. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of shy people. I'm like such an introvert and I don't like talking to people, which is why I don't particularly like conventions because, you know, people. Ew. Um, But yeah, I mean. Fucking gross. The conventions I've been to were like pretty good, but mostly awkward. Like there's a lot of times in conventions when it's just super awkward. Like especially at like panels so many panels i've been to have been like what the hell is going on this is so awkward and weird (laughs) but i guess i guess that's what john was talking about is like the whole fucking community is just an awkward fucking (laughs) knot of of (laughs) of weird people um well i mean when you look at your typical like weeb 
course, we shouldn't stereotype here, but a lot of them are just <laughs> awkward, socially awkward people, right? And it's hard for a, mm. for them to connect in a like normal, normy, normal sense. So when you put them all together in a room and they all have to share a common interest, like it just all comes out, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I just I like it because I can just walk up and start conversations with anyone. So, so you live in Canada, uh-huh. uh huh. So I know there's there's two different conventions I think you've been to, right? Yeah. There's one in Toronto and one in Quebec. Yeah, I've been to uh, Anime North in Toronto and Otaku Don question mark in Montreal. In Montreal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think the one in Montreal is the one I went to first, which is surprising, but. You know, if the first time you have to go big, so I like went on the train all the way to Montreal. I think that was my first time in Montreal, which I did not even go to see the city because why would I? Why <laughs> yeah. would I do that when it's I? It's a can... shame. It's a very pretty city. But also, like, yeah, I, I don't really like going like sightseeing by myself. It's so boring. I want to be like with people, but also I hate people, so don't come <laughs> talk to me. <laughs> So what what you want? No, what you mm, want is you want to go sightseeing with people you already know. Exactly, it's the best of both worlds. Like I don't have to get to know you, but also you can keep me company. See, I just want the easy way out. But anyways, yeah, the Montreal convention was like, since it was my first one, I was like sensory overload from all the crazy stuff. Um, and for some reason, Montreal had some really good guests. So. That was amazing. There was like this concert by Rookies is Punked, um, which I was like, wow, how did you come all the way to Montreal? Thank, uh, and amazing. Um, There's all this great cosplay. No one spoke English, so I didn't have to get into awkward conversations. Parlez-vous français? Voulez-vous avec moi ce soir? I knew you were going to say that in a t- um yeah there was like so much crazy stuff and it was a good experience but yeah like that's there's a... that's a good analogy you said sensory overload for the a first the first time you go to a convention that's exactly what it's going to be no matter whether it's a smaller smaller convention or something that's enormous like anime expo well because conventions have a shitload of fucking things to do okay like yeah you've got your official like merch hall where like companies like uh good smile for example shows up and they're selling a bunch of shit and they have a bunch of booths for different companies, like KyoAni and might independent be there. sellers too. Yeah. And then on top of that, you have Artist Alley, where the you know, fans who do fan shit are there. And then you've got like so many different panels and different activities. There's people who come to do talks. There's studios that might come to do yeah. interviews. There's voice actors, actresses. There's signing events. There's workshops. Workshops. There's premieres. There's gaming stuff. There's so many things to do, and it is kind of like. Ugh, like that sensory overload because you're like I, I i don't know what to do like i don't know how long this takes i don't ah what what should i do like because anime expo was like that anime expo i i liked it because there was a lot to do but i hated it because there's too much things to do you need there's... a like plan and you need to <laughs> yeah. go 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 like, go no it's... time to rest <laughs> yeah it, it's like am i even having fun intense, at this point though. this is not <laughs> like, fun this is your job <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you've, you've got a strict deadline to meet and like all right well this panel starts here it's gonna be a huge line you gotta line up a certain amount yeah. of time beforehand to even get a guaranteed seat like big advice fucking for that that's one thing you got to be prepared for at conventions you're going to be in line a lot yeah invest in camper chairs or like those oh little, my um, god 
Those stupid. <laughs> Shut up. I have one. I bought uh, it during PAX. Okay. But you could have used Alex. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> My name is not Shaltier. Okay. Okay. But yeah, Shout big chair. advice if you're going to a con, um, plan out what you're going to do Water. because if you just drift around, you ain't gonna get shit done. Okay? Yeah. Because, Look at the yeah. schedule, see what you want, and manage your what you're doing because otherwise, nothing's happening. Yeah, I, that's the best advice I can give. Like, make a plan and only plan like three or four things a day, and then only actually expect to do two of those. Well, I think that would depend on the size of the convention. If we're talking like that's true. Anime Expo, because of how big it is, yeah, you would you're only gonna be able to go to like maybe six at the most like activities. Especially right? if you can't even get in the doors. Yeah, oh yeah. God, yeah. Was... With Animex, but that's a huge problem. <laughs> but uh, in in the smaller convention, like a thirty minute time window, like for SoccerCon, giving me a thirty minute time window to get from one panel to another, that's fine. Like you'll, I could make it, you know, because the panels aren't that huge. Mm-hmm. Um, it depends. Like again, uh, I remember when I went, we we had a live band. So SoccerCon's gimmick is that every year they usually have a live band from Japan. The year that I huh. went, Bandmade showed up, and I was like, oh, who's Bandmade? Uh, just a group of girls who play rock music in maid outfits, and that's their stick. But it was awesome. They they play really good music, and like that was the big event. And that one, I did have to line up. I believe we lined up forty five minutes ahead of time, and we still we we made it in like halfway through capacity. So it wasn't too bad. But like Anime Expo, like fuck, man, we were waiting in line for like an hour and a half, two hours. Yeah, and, and for some panels, especially for any panel involving, like, you know, a big uh, anime studio or a premiere, if you don't show up two hours, at least two hours before the panel and line up, you're not getting in. Oh, yeah, like the Tokyo Ghoul uh, live-action premiere Oh my god, was, like, if you didn't line up, I think it was a minimum of two and a half hours in advance, you did not get in. Yeah, I really wanted to watch that, fuck? but I didn't know you had to line up, like, your whole, the whole fucking day ahead. Yeah, it's I think when, nuts, dude. The, the big thing when we went, I mean, that was a big deal too, but I think probably the biggest thing when we went to uh, Anime Expo back in 2017 was the Violet Evergarden premiere, the first mm, episode. Oh, yeah. We we lined up f- almost three hours and 45 minutes before that panel, and like very shortly after we got in line is when the line filled up. Yeah, it was... And that's, you know, <laughs> that's how conventions are, but... You know, that's part of the culture, right? Like, just yeah. being able to experience things firsthand. Plus, we got to see Violet Evergarden's first episode, like, what, six months before it premiered, right? We got to see it before people in Japan got to see it. Yeah, that's, you know, you get to do cool shit like that, which is part of why conventions are fun, or they can be fun, because yeah. you get to do things that you normally wouldn't be able to do, because we don't have things like that here in the U.S. Yeah. like you would have in Japan, where you have multiple mm. merch options and you know, you have to travel all this way to do shit like that. Yeah, that's, um, that's and like you guys that, talk about. No, sorry to. I was gonna you. say I was gonna I was gonna lead in actually talking to you, Natai, because I was curious. You live in the Middle East, so I'm curious as to what conventions are even like in the Middle East. Yeah, like I was going to say that you guys talk about like all of these panels and not having that much time, and you need to plan out your day. And like, I don't have any of that shit. <laughs> um, like, and for the worst, honestly. And here in Israel, like, we have, there are, I guess there are, like, two conventions, like, that are worth mentioning. The, the thing is, it's in the same, like, in the same place, 
it's just different time of year. There's Harukan, which takes place uh, during around the around Passover, and then we have Icon, which takes place during the fall, I think. And it's very it's very small, very to some extent intimate, I guess. But I like what you describe of your conventions. It's basically like the way to go is grab some of your friends just and you just drift around. It's like, oh, I guess this this booth looks nice. They sell some shit that looks cool. And that's pretty much it. I mean, there are some events, but it's not it's not too organized. It's kind of uh, it's just okay, you know. The thing that is like fun and that's in, in general the thing that I really enjoy in conventions is just the fucking weird shit that sometimes you see. Like I don't know about you guys, but like the walk towards the convention at convention center is always fun just to see random random things happening like near it. There is this one video I think that was from AX of a guy just filming this Saitama dude just dr- driving on a scooter towards the AX center. <laughs> I remember that. I, I and I I love that shit. Um, but yeah, here in Israel, conventions like we have those, but it's like. Eh, it's okay. When I went to Berlin, the Comic Con over there, that was better. Um, it was way bigger, and they had an artist out, which we don't have. I don't think we have here in Israel any of the conventions, surprisingly. Um, but yeah, Artist Alley was a lot of fun, and they had actual guests coming up. Like I met uh, Philip Boyd, and which was really fun in Berlin. And uh, it's the guy from Lord of the Rings. But yeah, but even then, it's not like they had any panels there in, at Comic Con. So mm-hmm. that whole experience of like you guys talking about going to see Valid Evergarden or line up to see in Tokyo Ghoul, or, I mean, I've seen all like I've seen people talk about like panels. Like I think it was a, a trigger panel where people got to like ask questions and to Imaishi and stuff. That that whole thing sounds amazing, and I mean, I'd love that. Uh, but we don't really have that here, unfortunately. Like, oh, I got to I got to meet Hiroyuki, Hiroyuki Imaishi last yeah, year. Yeah, which Otakon. sounds amazing. Like, and I mean, it was amazing because he fucking I, I had a, a art book that I wanted him to sign. It was from Gridman, and he saw it. He's like, oh, Gridman Sugoi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's like so, those type of interactions are you know there's so many little things at anime yeah. conventions like it's something. Like just meeting an artist director that you really like, or uh, a, an actual anime director, or voice actresses mm-hmm. and va- voice voice actresses, actors as well, VAs. There we yeah. go. It's 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 so hard to describe because on one side it shows right, like it's fucking terrible because all these people are there. It's loud. It's very intimidating. There's so many things where you're just like, ugh, fucking weebs. But then there's all those other small things where you're just like. You get to meet someone, and they're just like, oh, hey, thanks for supporting the industry. And you're like, yes, yes, Miss <laughs> Monochrome. Of community, right? Oh, my God. <laughs> Yo, the Miss Monochrome that was, that was an experience. <laughs> oh, that was amazing. Hot-chan. And we should have went down to that fucking... Anyway. <laughs> I love how, like, oh. she did a concert, and then everybody was, like, doing this, like, formation with their glow sticks, which I was not doing because I'm like I have no idea what's going on. And then wait, who is that? Um, who was Yui that? Hori. Yui Hori. Yeah. Oh, Chuck. okay. I didn't catch that. And then, yeah. and then Anakawa. after the whole concert, she's like, "I saw everyone who was not doing the glow sticks formation, uh. and I remember." Yeah. <laughs> 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 and I'm like, Yui okay, Hori girl, okay. Calling you out. <laughs> 
yeah like when i went to my first miku concert like they gave us free glow sticks like the little snap and break and shake glow sticks and you just like you vibe to the beat man like huh 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 you know like the it's just it's so fun man like being in a group of people who have the same interests as you and like the same stuff it's just fun because you get to actually be yourself you know you don't have to fucking act out and then people are like oh that's fucking weird like i remember i used to do that in high school where i'd act out some like video game animation with my friends because we were playing a game and you know it was a fun laugh but everyone on the outside were like fucking weirdos <laughs> i mean that yeah, oh, sounds so much yeah. fun I, I, I that's why you should someday. that's why you should come over next I mean, year I, and I want to go to a convention to. with us i actually i've already planned to go to otakon next year assuming it actually happens um but i so i i kind of i want to i want to end this we've already kind of talked about different convention stories i want to ask if anyone has any good convention stories but i want to start with one from when we were at anime expo john do you remember getting drunk as fuck and going out on the dance floor no (laughs) i'm sure show does because he was sober i remember i don't remember what did i do no, so when we went to so Anime Expo in 2017, I'm assuming they still do this now. Um, they have like a day zero, which is the Wednesday before uh, the convention, and it's it, it's sort of like a preview day. You can get in and kind of do some shit. But the t- two of the things that we actually three of the things that we did. First thing we did the the maid cafe because none of us had ever done it before. It was a little awkward. No, but I thought it was, it was okay. awkward too. She didn't like any of my jokes. She was like, "Who's your favorite waifu?" Hey, and I'm like, but she was a she was a JoJo fan, and I was okay with. This. I'm like, my favorite waifu is Yugi from Yu-Gi-Oh because <laughs> that that Pharaoh went in him, and she was oh, like, yeah. "It's not oh, funny." No. Next, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know what uh, I liked about the uh, the bunny cafe though, or the maid cafe, bunny maid cafe. Uh, just the fact that you were wearing your Opie shirt from uh, One Punch Man and you walked in and all the girls and you went, Opa! <laughs> no, I, the guy who was cosplaying as Goblin Slayer. I was like, yo, Goblin Slayer, I read that! And then remember I told was a you. Guy, and this was before Goblin Slayer got an anime. Yeah. Soka. <laughs> Soka. And that was, I, I just remember one of the things, because you were telling us throughout the whole convention, it's like, mark my words, in about eight months we're going to hear about this getting an anime, and nine months later it gets fucking announced. Fucking told you so, motherfuckers. <laughs> I called uh, that shit. <laughs> but no, so after that we went to this, like, I don't want to call it like a burlesque show, but it was kind of like a risque dance slash singing slash no, talent a show. There was yeah, a, we, there was the, the the professional pole dancers there, and there was a lot of alcohol. <laughs> it was super fun. You know, I totally forgot was, about that until you just mentioned it. Wow, that actually happened. It, but it was, it was a lot of alcohol. We started drinking there. It was me and and you, John, and Show, and Tom, and Jason. It was it was a great time. It's a great time. And then afterwards, we were gonna leave, but then we walked past this part where they were having like a dance rave place where they were selling more alcohol. <laughs> We we were already a little ti- all I think all of us really were a little tipsy from the stuff we drank before, but you drag us all in there, John. <laughs> and this has got this pounding like EDM music that's playing, and we're just drinking, drinking, drinking. Where shows just sitting there with the, his arms crossed, like I'm not enjoying this, <laughs> dude. Oh my god! And then they had so they also have like little live concerts and things to do at night, right, for Anime Expo. And they had Hachi OGP, one of my one of my top 
favorite producers for like Vocaloid music. He was doing a set and he was doing new music for his new album that was going to drop in like a couple months and it was the best. Holy shit. Like oh man. <sighs> I'm Better so happy, race. John. So, you took hold that on, one hold video. on. I'm not done with my story. Oh, keep going. so John, in a, in a fit of drunkenness, drags both myself and Tom, who neither one of us dance, out onto <laughs> the dance floor, and you're just forcing us to dance. I'm just kind of going along with it because I'm fucking wasted at this point. Yo. And Tom, and Tom is just stumbling around. <laughs> And he's like, yeah, I'm fucking, I'm fucking enjoying myself. Yo. And then when we get, after about like an hour and a half in there, it's like, I think it's like one o'clock in the morning or something. We go back to our hotel room and Tom, we, me and you and, and show just laid out on the bed because we're fucking beat. And Tom looks at us before he walks in the bathroom and says, that was fun. Shuts the door and all we hear is, <laughs> oh, no. What? I don't remember. I don't that. remember that at all either. Holy shit. Vomits all over the toilet. <laughs> Fuck. Fuck. Jesus Christ. Uh, Tom, we miss you. Uh, uh, He's a lightweight, That was a great time. So. And, and I, I remember asking him, "It's like, are you okay, Tom?" He says, "Never better." Oh my! <laughs> yeah, I'm so know. happy John took a video of the, like a part of that night because I remember John, you uploaded that to the group, and that, that was a that was a fun moment. I don't remember any of this. <laughs> yeah, you were. I think you because. <laughs> You and Show were sleeping in the, the same bed together, and you kept poking Show like, "Hey Show, hey Show, hey, like, leave me alone." I don't remember. Wait, wasn't it in one of the videos John sleeping with you, Alex? I, I listen. John gets around. I'm gonna look I that get up around. Right John a, sleeps around. I, I've got a lot of love to give, man. <laughs> and I want to say, we, there was a lot of great memories I had from that. The other great memory is finding out that Show talks into sleep. Because <laughs> we were watching anime in the hotel room after one of the days. I think it was one of the days that we actually weren't at the convention center. So either before or after. And we'd just been walking around. We come back. We're watching you, uh, John, uh, me, and Tom are just watching anime and Show takes a nap. And while we're watching anime, <laughs> Show goes, Beyblade. And then Tom. I miss Tom on the podcast because of his sense of humor. Tom, without missing a beat, goes, let it rip. <laughs> oh, man. This is what happens when you go to conventions with me. You get shit like this. and That's that's the way to go, dude. Yeah, man. And this is how we show our support to the industry by, you know, it's being complete degenerates. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and Yuri just... absolutely criticizing you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. I will always always remember those condescending eyes looking directly at me. Oh, I wish. <laughs> Being like you, I will, I will come for you. Yeah, it was I her was, first yeah. American like overseas debut for Miss Monochrome. How dare you not dance to the beat and wave yeah. your little freaking flashing? Listen, I'm not that much of a weeb that I'm gonna do a full Liar. choreographed synchronized Liar. glow stick dance i was like, I, I didn't know that this was happening this was all sudden i'm like what the hell is going on <laughs> you just follow the beat oh, oh it's so my simple God. listen <laughs> no <laughs> so 
because of what's going on around the world right now, almost every major anime convention has had to be canceled for 2020. I'm, I mean, I was 100% planning. I'd already booked the t- the plane ticket, the hotel room, everything for Otakon before it got canceled. So I was really bummed that it got it got you know canceled this year. I'm hoping that we get our conventions back next year. I'm hoping that oh, you know please. the virus subsides and we actually get to go out and have fun again i one thing i do hope it was cool that a lot of these conventions did do like virtual events um so it wasn't like they got completely axed and they still brought in some you know some people from the industry both in u.s and from japan um so that was cool i just i really hope that this doesn't take a huge hit to the convention circuit and some conventions actually do have to go under because of it, because I do think that it serves an important part or it has, it serves a nice purpose in our community. These conventions. I can't imagine these conventions are that profitable. Aren't they like, like volunteer based? A lot of them are. Yeah. Um, not every single one i i but there are a lot that are volunteer based um and then like something like otakon which is like pretty much completely volunteer based and it's run by fans it's not run by a professional organization yeah, I mean, these people are passionate about this yeah, so i don't yeah. think they'll go yeah. under because of financial reasons i don't think hmm. yeah i I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if next year, if they do have a lot of these conventions, there is a huge, um, maybe not huge, but a noticeable decline in attendance, though. Yeah, because... Maybe and maybe not. I mean, a lot of people wanted to go this year to conventions and it did happen, so maybe yeah. they'll, like, the reverse of that, maybe there'll be, like, a boom of a lot of people going to I, conventions. I hope. that That's the, the, the hope that I have that comes out of this. I hope that it comes back stronger next year. I mean, I think it'll all just depend on who's attending right because a lot of the the draw of these conventions are uh the panels uh the the guests from japan like voice actors and stuff like that or directors and shit like that and or musicians or musicians like uh i'm hoping that i'll be able to shake hachi hand again right after he gets out of the bathroom like a creepy stalker so no i i just went outside for like a, a breath of fresh air and to get a drink of water and then he just walks out of the bathroom i'm like oh hachi ojp nice to meet you and he's like oh domo and the hand your hand shakes my hand i'm like yo <laughs> <laughs> you don't understand man <laughs> i wasn't stalking him that you're in stained hand <laughs> once i'll in never watch it again <laughs> oh shut up you guys lined up for autographs for the fucking artist for food wars get out of here I I did. I've I've lined up for for several autographs. Um, He's hot. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I expect wow. these people to be ugly, but the guy for food was really hot. <laughs> he was very enthralled with my shirt because when I went to go get my uh, my autograph, I was wearing a Totsuki University shirt, which is the the nice. shirt from the show Food Wars. And he looks at my shirt and he's like. <gasps> <gasps> I'm like Sugoi. Yeah. Sugoi Dekai. He he has he had a translator with him and he's translate he said something to his translator. He's like, he wants to know where you got it. I'm like downstairs the <laughs> dealer's room. <laughs> oh. He's like, Well, I gotta go there next. Well yeah, because when 
when you're supporting the industry like that and you meet the creators and they see that you're supporting the industry like it it's happy for everyone because it's like oh look my art is touching other people as well Mm. like hopefully everyone who creates yeah literally touching other people but hopefully everyone who creates their content enjoys creating content and you know i know that i enjoy creating this podcast and being along for the ride and editing and i love it when people (laughs) are in our discord talk about it like oh i love the latest episode i'm just like thanks Mm. man you don't know how much that means to me. Oh, oh no! <laughs> I will say, I will say, when I met uh, Hiroki Imaishi last year, and he saw my my Gridman thing, he he sat there and talked to me for like seven eight minutes about Gridman. It was great. See, yeah, because see, it's all the good things in life, man. Because he and I are both big fans of the original '90s live action show. <laughs> and this is, you know, this is why we support the industry. So more awesome people get to meet us and we could meet them and we all have good content and Japan mm. fucking pay your animators more. Damn it. <laughs> oh, please. <laughs> yes, please. Cause we need more. An- well, we don't need more anime. We need better paid animators though. Yeah. Like that's half yeah. of the reason they even still, they work for these terrible conditions is not only because they need to eat, but they they still like doing what they're doing. They like creating content. They're passionate. Yeah, they're passionate about it, and it's a shame that they're being exploited by the system. Yeah, and they're 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 as passionate as we are about the content that we make. I think I'd like to think so at least. Oh no, I hate because we content we, we sure are, <laughs> we sure aren't doing this podcast for the money. I can tell you that much. Oh yeah, this is lucrative. You gotta business. get that BL money, boy. <laughs> yowie money. So if the you yowie know, money, give me that yowie money. <laughs> Goes to go to Kayako, bitches. Oh. Thank you all out there for dropping in and giving us a listen. I know you gotta you gotta go. I know you you're up against a hard you got up against a hard accent. So thank you all out there for dropping in to listen to us. We hope you enjoyed it because we sure enjoy bringing this stuff to you. If you want to check out previous episodes of the podcast, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, YouTube, BitChute, SoundCloud, and Spotify. If you want to keep up with what we're doing, you can join us on Discord, Facebook, Twitter, and our website. Shoot us an email if you have any questions or if you have ideas for topics you'd like for us to talk about in the future. Links to all these things will be down below in the description as always i have been your host alex and i will see you next time say good night everybody say good night at what what where's say good night i was what? waiting for someone to do a bit all right you know i'll do the bit. good night <laughs> there you go dame 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 yo dame nano yo